1: Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech.
0: What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. it's Fightful, and it's May 23rd, 2022. We're here to talk about WWE Monday Night Raw, brought to you by NordVPN.com slash Fightful. But we have a ton of stuff this week. Adam Hangman Page interview this week in person. We've got uh, AEW Double or Nothing predictions on Tuesday. Myself and Andrea Hanks. I'll be here for the first uh, AEW post show, AEW page repost show that I've done in a long time here on Fightful. Denise will be at the show, at the event, at the scrum, not streaming it. But anyway, we got tons to talk about tonight. Uh, well, actually, we, we don't really have tons to talk about tonight. We got we don't tons have of <laughs>
2: anything to talk about. Sean, I was going to mess. I was going to send you a DM and say, what the hell are we talking about yeah. today on today's show? And then I thought, you know what? I'll just save it to actually have something yeah. to stay on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Nothing happened. There's nothing to talk about.
0: Yeah. Yeah. My gosh. Uh shout-out to our, our friend Emily who started wrestling school this week. But you know what? If you guys want to shout-out here on the air, you either got to be my personal friend or you can send a Super Chat or a Humper Chat because let me tell you, that will make me your personal friend as well. Uh, if you say, what the heck are Humper Chats? Head over to HumperChats.com. Leave us a little comment or a question. It'll get read on the air. And the, the benefit of those is you can leave them before we go on the air. For example, uh, we have a lot of people that will drop in at 8 a.m. on, on your AEW days and they'll leave the comments or statements. But uh, also, another thing I wanted to mention, last week we debuted a new show. Joel Pearl uh, and Cresta debuted the Impact post-show every Thursday night right after Impact Wrestling. Joel, who is not a personal friend, uh, will be hosting along with Cresta for some reason YouTube picked Thursday to screw up and it privatized like every live stream on YouTube that night and it was a big big pain but you can also find that on podcast platforms everywhere but live every Thursday enjoy it guys Uh, I was very happy with the the outpour of support but Denise you had a fun weekend didn't you?
2: I did no wrestling for like four days. It was freedom. I felt so great, man. I got a new perspective on life. I was going out there and, you know, I just, I came back with a new mindset. That's all I can say. Four, four days of being gone in New York, having a grand old time, not giving a damn about anything. And then I came back and I was like, oh,
0: yeah, I, I, Very much enjoy taking my time off of Twitter on the weekends. But did part of your new mindset include being nicer to me? No. Oh.
2: Absolutely not. In fact, I've come to realize that my purpose in life is just to be mean to you (sighs) 24-7. Especially now that I know that Mia Yim is Team Hollywood. She's Team Hollywood, Sean. You two
0: do not understand how difficult it is to be a white male in pro wrestling. I know it's hard.
2: I know all the stacks. I know everything. I know you have all these obstacles. I know you're like the white man is the least paid person that there could (laughs) possibly be out there in the workforce. I know you got it hard, Sean, but I I I don't give a damn.
0: You can get it hard by using bluechew.com code fightful. Anyway. This show brought to you by NordVPN.com slash Fightful. And of course, FightfulSelect.com. We'll brag about that an awful lot later. But uh, we broke a couple of stories today on Fightful Select. One was that MVP would be returning to the ring. He hadn't wrestled since September. We also had a bunch of Raw plans Uh, this weekend. We had posted about some uh, new content coming to Reels. We posted a Tessa Blanchard Wow update. The tapings got canceled. Uh, Lots of interesting stuff. And we've always got Sasha Banks, Naomi updates. There was a mention tonight. What were you seem eager to talk? What was, yeah,
2: I heard you're booked for SummerSlam weekend too.
0: Did you hear that?
2: I heard about it. I heard you're booked for SummerSlam.
0: Now, what, what did you hear? Like,
2: I heard you're booked to have a match at SummerSlam. Am I? You don't get my joke. (laughs)
0: No, because I've I've legitimately had some inquiries about working a Matt Summerslam weekend.
2: Wait, what do you mean? Are we talking about the same thing?
0: No, probably not. Because if so, if No,
2: he, I'm making a joke about something that okay. I was hoping you'd get, but it no, kind of went know. over your head.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I get it. But no, I've I've legit had a couple of inquiries about wrestling. Oh damn, so week. I
2: accidentally <laughs> got a scoop out of you?
0: No, I haven't said yes. I haven't said yes. And oh, I wait, is this won't. what
2: I think it is?
0: Probably not. Oh. What do you think it is? I'll tell you if if you guess. I
2: don't know. Are you being booked for like some major event at SummerSlam weekend?
0: Well, I mean, maybe, but not to wrestle for that one. Okay. Um, Okay. But yeah, I had a couple of inquiries, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not. uh,
2: Well, I just, yeah. So I was making a joke about (laughs) the other thing. No, until I, until I can make sure
0: I can bump for 10 minutes in a row without breaking my neck. I'm not going to do any matches. I don't think. But anyway, guys, leave a thumbs up on this video. I greatly appreciate it. Cyclops saying Denise has no compassion for the white man plight. It's sad. Denise doesn't know how easy she has it, right?
2: I I, I give I give zero Fs zero Fs for sure. Mm. I just don't feel I don't I don't pity no.
0: <clears throat> Omar says I might not be able to watch for a while. I Have to get my heart checked tomorrow. Been hard to breathe. Omar, my friend, take care of yourself. Please stay safe. And uh, we're definitely wishing for the best, man. Uh, we we want to see you healthy. We want to see you happy. And we want to see you here with us feeling good and talking about wrestling that maybe you're watching, maybe you're not watching. Uh, Matt says, the fact that I enjoyed Raw last week and not tonight should tell you a lot. Also, RIP Hana Kimura and Owen Hart. Indeed, uh, we lost two great ones at this uh, this time of the year, um, and that, that's that's always a bummer. But glad to see that they're still in people's memories. Uh, Leo said, did you know that Sasha and Naomi disappointed us? Apparently, WWE thinks we need to hear that again. I'm starting to think it's becoming a work. Now, Denise, when this gets rectified, there's no chance it doesn't become a work. It has to become a work at this point because they've mentioned it on TV three times. This is getting more screen time than a lot of wrestlers are getting right now.
2: And social media time. Did you see the USA Network post? That was
0: dumb. On Twitter? That was dumb. That was I- – I'm sorry. I am not going to write an article that's like, 10 times people said, fuck Fightful, I'm leaving.
2: <laughs> Number I one, did it. he sell Sado? Yeah,
0: right. Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> exactly. No, I honestly think that's what I- – I feel that somebody that wasn't necessarily connected with everybody else – wrote that article, put it up, and thought, oh, this is great, and then, like, didn't realize it. Like, I feel like it's one of those things where it was someone not connected to everybody else, like, in the know, I guess. Yeah. But it was super random.
0: Bad idea. I didn't like it. As far as the line of very clearly fed, and, I mean, I get it. People are going to be mad at, at Corey Graves, and this is, to me, I... I've just heard so many announcers do this. I've heard Jim Ross do it. I've heard Vince McMahon himself do it. I've heard a lot of commentators do this. Even through TNA, I heard it. They they would bury uh, Sean Waltman and Scott Hall on commentary as well. Do you do you put any blame on him? Like he should? Do you think he should be saying no? I'm not saying this.
2: I feel that. Look. I know that in situations like that, you wouldn't want to be forced to say anything that you don't want to say. But I also understand the situation that someone can be put in where it's like you kind of have no choice but to say what you need to say. So I feel like because I am not in those shoes and I am not in that position, I feel like I can't talk like shit about them going out there and saying it because at the end of the day, it's their job. And if they're being forced to say this, I feel like I do have to say like, damn, like I can't put the blame on them. A hundred percent. I just can't. Like, I know it sucks. And at the end of the day, they're the ones that have to say it. But at the end of the day, it's the, where it's the source, it's the source that is the person putting these people in these situations to have to go out there and say the stuff that they have to say. And so, yeah, I, I, I I feel bad for commentary.
0: Yeah. Uh, as always, with this situation, we'll be talking about this throughout the show as well because it is a hot topic. I mean, honestly, one of the most interesting topics that we've we've had to speak about on these shows for a while. Friday, Denise, it was revealed that they had been indefinitely suspended. Fightful Select uh, broke the news of at least the speculation of that, and then when I asked WWE, they said, "Tune into Friday Night SmackDown on Fox." And I was like, "All right, well, thanks. You just would have said no otherwise, but." We posted an update on Fightful Select, so please subscribe. But what's your reaction to the suspension?
2: I think when they said indefinitely suspended, my... Okay, so when I initially saw the headline of, oh, they're indefinitely suspended, I thought, like, that's it. They're done with the company. Like, to me, that screams you're done with the company, right? And then... After putting some thought to it, I'm like, all right, well, they're just putting a title over it until they can figure out or they can come to an agreement with both uh, women as to what exactly is going to be like the resolution of all of this. But when I'm seeing like, you know, the reports out there that their stuff is being taken down off of the websites, I'm like, oh, now this is definitely getting to me even more serious where you're cutting off this resource where, hey, this person could be like making money, etc. Like to me, this is not. Feel like there's going to be a good and happy resolution. No a good happy ending for all of this. It's like there's too much. I think right now that has there's been too much bad done to their characters and there's been too much there's just been too much negativity surrounding how they've been treating the situation with Sasha Naomi I think had this never been mentioned whatsoever maybe there was a you know a better chance that they can come to a resolution but right now when you're basically uh going out there and constantly saying that they're unprofessional and this and that it I think it sours people it really sours people and I'm not saying that there's not going to be a good resolution because there definitely could be but right now I can't see it and i can't see it happening like tomorrow for example
0: oh there's an awful lot to this and of course we're going to be talking about it all night chris says at the end of the day we're glad denise is back at the end of the day because she brings good energy at the end of the day
2: (laughs) i'm confused am i being mocked
0: (laughs) yes you are i love it why Um, at the end of the day it's just what you do
2: (laughs) well it is what it is damn (laughs) (laughs)
0: Matt J. Hendricks says, Sasha's partying with Snoop might not be bothered. Um, she seems remarkably unbothered by all this. Like, really, really does. But um, let's talk is about that this. Is that a good
2: thing or a bad thing? Because it could be a good thing where you're like, okay, she's moving on. But it could be a bad thing where this is not going to end well.
0: EOD, at the end of the day, Denise, um, it is in the eye of the beholder and you determine whether or not that's a good thing or a bad thing for her. I don't think she feels like she needs to worry about it that much at the end of the day. Graham says Sasha versus Sean in a loser dies match. Uh, Shaza is legitimately one of like four people. I'd be interested in wrestling eloquent. You take says, your ass dude. That, that would, that would be the story yeah eloquent says here's an f gunner super chat stay blessed or as many know him, am jackson Riker.
2: i accidentally Idiot. clicked on his twitter profile today i didn't yeah. know it was him i clicked St- on it because i saw you responded and at first i was like ah it's just some random person that sean's fighting with so i ignored it and then i kept seeing more and i was i was thinking who is this person because i didn't recognize his username so i clicked on i never knew his real name like for some reason it just didn't stick in there and so i click on his page and I'm reading this stuff. I gotta tell you, I'm gonna be honest. This shit was entertaining as hell because I start to think like there's really people out there that think this way, and you know that these people exist. But when you're seeing it and you're reading it, you're like, "Damn!" I live in
0: I live in Kentucky. I see this.
2: See. I know that. I know that. And while there are some people here like that in California, it's not like I come across it every single day. It's like when those people are outside picketing on, you know, the the boulevard and they're like, Jesus, this, Jesus, that. And they get all crazy in your face. I see it those times, but you don't always get to see it. And so today – I was thoroughly entertained I, by I just was not, I, how insane it I was not was.
0: entertained. I think he's a piece it's, of shit.
2: Well, he is a piece of shit. Yeah. I get that, but I like to see the drama. I
0: don't. Not 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 with that type of stuff. Not with people homophobia. are crazy. Sean, you have to like start to thinking about it.
2: I'm gonna tell you why. Because you're seeing this and you're like, damn, how can someone literally think this way? And you're just like, dude, you got to feel bad for a person because they're freaking crazy. That's how I felt about it, and then I moved on.
0: I I think that someone once said, a very untalented person said, shade never made anyone less gay. Yes. I believe was the term.
2: I wonder who that person was and why that stuck to you. Probably Doja
0: Cat. Um, Since people can smell fear, can Denise smell Sean's? Oh, here's a good one. Wow, Denise on Fightful, perfect guest, or is Fightful and F4W online connected?
2: (laughs) I'm, i I don't know. This is my first time here, so like I hardly know you, and I don't I don't know what to say.
0: It doesn't end well at the end of the day. Well,
2: can we make well, a T-shirt? At the end of the day, we're the fifteen EOD? minutes
0: in and haven't talked about RAW, and because there's
2: nothing to talk about at the end of the day.
0: Well, Riddle came out. He cut a promo and he talked about how much he was enjoying RK Bro and Randy's not there, so he's teaming with the Street Profits. He's not done with the Bloodline. He hopes it's not the end of RK, bro. But that one kid wrestling says, Riddle's been built up enough to be Roman's next challenger. Impressive when you take into account he was nothing but a comedy character before. I feel like Riddle always had that in him. I mean, ultimately, if you go back and you look at Matt Riddle's career in MMA, he wasn't a guy that washed out of MMA. He got fired because of an antiquated rule regarding marijuana. I mean, he got fired because he smoked weed. That's it. And he was riding a four-fight win streak when he got fired. Then he won his only fight outside of the UFC, up a weight class, against uh, a very formidable opponent, a former UFC fighter in his own right. So, I mean, he chose to leave MMA. And what a fantastic decision it was because he retains that credibility while still wrestling like a pro wrestler. Like he does, he isn't in there being Matt Riddle UFC fighter. He's Matt Riddle, the character, the performer.
2: I think that Matt Riddle is probably one of the few people consistently on Monday night raw that has been entertaining in whatever, position whatever way he's being used on the roster and I think especially today it's and I don't know what's going on with this whole Randy Orton stuff whatever but I feel that right now they really need to capitalize on Matt Riddle and how over he is with the people because they don't got very many people that are legitimately over right now on the raw roster And I'm just talking about Raw right now. I don't feel they have a lot of people that get the reaction that Matt Riddle does. So you might as well capitalize on that. And we've been seeing a lot of the same things over and over. And you don't want that to end up getting washed out. So I do hope that they they do something a little different with Matt Riddle. Just to kind of keep the momentum going that he has. Especially with whatever they decide is going down with him right now, I, I want to see him kind of like further climb up that ladder. So I do agree with people when they say like, oh, you know, it's his time, like go up there, go to the top. Why the hell not?
0: The match was really good. Riddle and, and uh, Street Profits against Sami Zayn and the Usos. I love that the bloodline just uses Sami Zayn. Blatantly use him for whatever reason that uh, <laughs> that they need him for. Uh, but this was it. And then he ends up eating the pin because the Usos hit the bricks. I thought this was a, a common sense way to sort of extend this. You've got street profits that also get a win with Riddle. I thought the right team won because Sami Zayn was there. He's bulletproof. He can take a pinfall, honestly. He is hes infinite in that regard. And, you know, I, normally I'd be like, well, I would like to see Sami Zayn do better and this, better and that. He's not going to win the world title right now. That ain't in the cards. He's very happy with what he's doing. He said that he's very creatively fulfilled. It puts another team over. They get the win. And all this makes sense to me. All of it makes sense to me.
2: I feel, and here's the thing too. I want to point this out because I don't recall very much on Raw tonight getting the kind of reaction that this match got this was like the peak I would say where I saw legitimately people like be interested in what they were seeing on the show like granted they were interested in some other stuff but I think that this was like the peak in terms of people legitimately being interested in what they were seeing and the natural reaction that we were getting from the crowd tonight it peaked here at the top
0: yes well we had Lashley and Omos feud continuing. They, they broke this up into two segments. Um, we just got some news from Raw Talk as well.
2: What is the news?
0: We'll, we'll, we'll get to it as, as we talk about this. But Bobby Lashley is, is doing the almighty challenge and Omos is out there. They're doing it again it Hell in a Cell and you called it, Denise. You were absolutely right. But it's not in the cell.
2: What is it?
0: It's going to be a 2-1-1 handicap match. Oh, almost. that's even
2: worse. I know. No! I know. Why? I know. Can um, they put it in a cell?
0: Yeah. So
2: No! I don't just, want to sit through that.
0: This didn't make any sense. So Bobby Lashley challenged MVP, and the winner got to pick the stipulation. MVP hadn't wrestled since September. FightfulSelect.com, please uh, subscribe. We reported that he was coming back to wrestle. But Denise... When you when you first said oh well they do it in a cell I was like that doesn't make any sense but then last week when they had the cage match and the cage broke then yeah it made sense they have a rubber match it's inside the cell it can't break the cell pal even though a guy ripped off the cage door in the very first match they ever had um, it made a lot of sense I mean I think this makes quite a bit of sense too the two on one
2: it's just I don't care. I don't care about I it. I haven't been caring. Unless they start playing squid games with these guys, I just don't care. And I, it, what can I say? So we're getting two-on-one. Oma's teaming with MVP to take on Lashley. That's what we're getting. Yeah,
0: yeah I thought the countout was a smart way to do this and give MVP the, the choice. I mean, the match. You could have missed the match. I did love... I will always love Bobby Lashley doing that helicopter spot into the ring post. That was good. good. It
2: was hard hitting. I like that. It it looks
0: good every time. And MVP is like, hell, I haven't wrestled in nine months. I'm going to take some crazy bumps, but I'm I'm just ready for this feud to end. And somebody mentioned to me, one of my good friends, he was like, Hey, when do you think Cena will come back? And what do you think he'll do? And then he said, you know, what would have been cool if Omos went undefeated and then John Cena came back and did the body slam and beat him and all that. And I was like, yeah, Cena could have done that. I mean, Bobby Lashley did it. So why not Cena? You could have had Cena come back at SummerSlam or Mania or something and do that. He could have been the guy and it would have been a moment that people actually remembered. But here we are.
2: I just think it's dumb to go from a steel cage match to a handicap match. I'm sorry. Like, shouldn't it like built up in terms of excitement and in terms of like level of difficulty? I feel like having the cage is a bigger deal. And so to me, this kind of feels like they could have done anything else with it. They could have gotten just a little bit more. Man, you know what? I'm just going to shut up now because you know what? Even if they would have said like, oh, this is going to be, I don't know, a ladder match. I would have been like, I'm still not interested. So I think no matter what they would have done, I still wasn't going to be interested. So I'm not even going to pretend like I would have been interested any other way because I wasn't even going to be interested if they did it a hell in a cell. So I'm just being a hypocrite now. I wasn't going to be interested in anything unless they did something like completely out there that I would have really liked to see.
0: Well, I hope you guys are interested in FightfulSelect.com. A couple little plugs. I got the Backstage Report podcast that goes up tomorrow. That is a bunch of exclusive news. I did an AMA, a text AMA there this weekend. I got the QA show every week, Alex's Sour Graps, Raw, and SmackDown review. Alex and Kate will be here after Double or Nothing doing an exclusive podcast on Fightful Select. We've had a ton of updates on Sasha and Naomi. Uh, Tessa Blanchard and wow, we had the Raw and SmackDown producers and a lot of backstage news. We had news on New Japan, uh, talent trying to make their way over there. Uh, More news on Stephanie McMahon leaving WWE for a while. Jonathan Gresham finishing up with Impact. Uh, We had news that OVW, of all places, was landing a Netflix series. That is wild. We had backstage reactions to Sasha and Naomi uh, walking out. You get early access to our interviews. On Tier 2, we broke the news that Ricky the Dragon Steamboat was the original plan to face Ric Flair, but he says that he has uh, turned that down for StarCast. But FightfulSelect.com. This week, I'm planning on posting something about a free agent that AEW had interest in.
2: You know what, Sean? I need to start a drama. Okay. I need to start a drama, because now that I think about it, I'm offended. Why? I am offended That you literally gave Jeremy an entire channel. Mm -hmm. Then you give everybody a Fightful Select show and everybody's on Fightful Overbooked and everybody gets all these extra shows on Fightful. Uh Where's Denise Salcedo's show? Do you want one? No, I'm asking you. I want you to offer me a show so that I could say no. Why did I have to bring it up? Why didn't you bring it up on your own? That's my real issue.
0: Because I assumed you were too busy and too expensive.
2: And did you ask me? Did you say, hey, Denise, are you interested? Did you reach out to me? What would you have a a conversation with me?
0: What would you do a show about?
2: The I Hate Sean Ross sap show, and every single I, day I'll pick a topic and just listen, talk shit about you. And I swear to God, it'll be the most super chatted show on the entire Fightful brand. Well,
0: no, I would put that on the select paywall because then all those people that don't like me would subscribe. Then,
2: Done. no, that, that's good no. business.
0: That's that's why I'm. That's why I am who I am, Denise. I find a way to monetize anything.
2: No, I but want, yes, I, I, a, I hate Sean this. Ross Sap show. But you know what? Now are, that I think about it, I am upset. I'm upset now.
0: Are you sure that you don't have a Fightful overbooked show because everybody does?
2: No, because I'm treated I'm like sure garbage here on Fightful.
0: You're you're actually not. You hit me yes. in the nutsack on pay-per-view, but I'm whatever. upset. Bridget Hewlett says, Denise, you look awesome tonight. I'm happy you had a great trip. She sent a good super chat in too. Very generous one.
2: Because I am. A fightful draw that gets no show and no merch. On top of that, I have no fightful I mean, merch. It took you, I'm still mad, Sean, okay, but it okay. took you one year to ask me to be on the pay per view post shows. One year.
0: Because I used to try to highlight other people and I was like,
2: what oh, what well, for? What for? I, I, don't know.
0: I mean, it, it is
2: Denise it, is the star. It now is I'm just with upset. That.
0: It is. By the way, Julie Cutler will be on the AEW post show. This highlight
2: Sunday. other people
0: now but, i'm even um, more
2: mad and this joel happened like two years ago
0: joel says you deserve another race she got one two weeks can ago. you
2: imagine can you imagine right now if, if like the rock came back to wwe muted Trying to highlight other
0: <laughs> michael key says at the end of the day it's night time <laughs>
2: hey i'm back i unmuted Who myself
0: says- the new fightful channel at the end of
2: that's the yes! show name. There you freaking go. At the now, end I'm of pissed. the day Honestly, with I'm Salcedo. mad. I'm mad that I've been treated like a third class citizen. Like if this was a freaking Titanic, For I God. wouldn't even be on Jack's level. I'd be like those freaking guys in the bottom in freaking throwing the little freaking things. Muted,
0: Joel Wood says, I will say your AMA was an awesome format. I got <laughs> I had a lot of answers to questions. That even I have Shaquille got-
2: <laughs> Missouri got a show.
0: Yeah, I don't know how the hell that happened. But <laughs> about to cancel that shit. Uh, he says, I got a lot of answers to questions that wouldn't have even gotten a regular Q&A. Great job. If you want a show, I'll give you a show. I don't-
2: I'm, just, I'm just really salty right now. I'm going to walk out. Okay. I'm angry.
0: Drunk on Taco says, "Hola, nerds! I love that Impact post show. You want to do the Impact post show with Krista and Joel? I know you want to hang out there on Thursday nights, don't you?"
2: I'm not speaking anymore. Continue on.
0: Van Twinblade says, "Instead of talking about Raw, let's hear about the the pictures I sent you from Glory Pro yesterday. I mean, I'll just I'll pull it up uh, because I I don't think it was that nice of you, Van Twinblade." Um, Where the pictures? Van Twinblade took a sign a marker board that said shaza fears srs and unfortunately that is not what made it to twitter eat shit srs i saw
2: that i'm so glad i love it i don't yeah either
0: way back to wwe raw we get talking about that i guess
2: all right i'm done let's talk about
0: this shitty judgment day promo it's not good they they mm-hmm. mentioned like they mentioned chompa uh live aj finn balor graves is possibly joining and that's the most interesting thing uh call me crazy says my picks for judgment day veer would be good or shanky i don't think shanky would be good veer might be but um he's standing well on his own as far as youtube numbers go i'll talk about that momentarily but
2: no, I'm sorry, but the part of the reason, the only thing that is making the Judgment Day even remotely somewhat interesting right now is that they all have this, like, really cool, like, you know, gothic vibe. I, I don't know what you call whatever Damien Priest and Rhea Ripley's vibe is. Gothic? I don't know. Uh, So... You can't just throw in somebody like Veer in it. Like it doesn't match. You need to match. I don't want everybody. I don't want all of a sudden all these different people coming in. No, they all need to match. So I'm not a fan of that. Just leave it as this. Like if you're gonna bring anybody in, they gotta have the look. They gotta have the black, the black, the the black clothes, the spikes. They gotta have the the haircut. They all gotta be twins.
0: These promos suck. These promos suck. But let's get through the super chat. Call me crazy says my final Apollo would be different, uh, but I feel he needs a face turn. I think Apollo would be uh, a fun fit. He could dress in goth as well. Uh, The final picks though. Champa Corey Gray's. I think having Corey a part of it on commentary would be interesting. I would love it. Do you ever watch South Park?
2: I've watched a few episodes.
0: If he just sounded like one of those goth kids on South Park and he like recited emo lyrics during commentary, that'd be good. Sure. Chris Williams says the Judgment Day stuff is bad, like early Dark Order bad. The promo's verbiage used by the commentary team. It's ruining the people involved. It does suck real hard. The promos are not good. I will say that the silver lining in this is that Liv Morgan is teaming with AJ Styles, and her fans seem very happy about this. I think that she fits in really well without being exactly like them. You know what I mean? Like, she's not a Bullet Club member. Um, but I think that she fits in really well with him.
2: She adds a new, she adds like, she's, she's fresh. She adds in freshness to it. Uh, but where, what did I miss? Where's Finn Balor?
0: I, did I miss something In, over in the this weekend? day and age, you never know, right? Like you, you don't know what might keep somebody home. I mean, they might've had an exposure. I'm not saying that he did.
2: I'm okay, just saying you it.
0: just never know what, what that might happen.
2: Yeah. No, I agree with you. Liv Morgan is definitely a great touch. And I don't want to completely bury the Judgment Day because I do want to take a second. Oh, by the way, Joe Pearl, sorry. I'm not going to be on your show on Overbooked. He just asked me right now, but no. <laughs> I only I only do star exclusives. <laughs> just kidding. Um, But anyways, um, so with Liv Morgan – no, what was I saying? Yeah, with Rhea Ripley, I feel like she really adds so much to it, though. And I, 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 I want to put that over because if Rhea Ripley wasn't part of Judgment Day, this would be even worse than it is. But they just need to get rid on it they need to get rid of the whole mountain of omnipotence. They need to stop hammering certain phrases in there. And then it does really feel like the edge promo. It's like every little heel thing that you can think of 101, put it in there. Like that's exactly what they did that you guys don't work hard enough. You're starting to sound like Kim Kardashian, which was hilarious. Uh, and then he starts, you know, the sheep stuff. It, it, it's just
0: his promo work since he came back has not been good. Like it's not been a headache. good. Like even, even when he was a baby face, every promo was him going up to a heel and saying, "I'm in your head." And I'm like, if you're in somebody's head, you wouldn't walk up and tell them that you're trying to get in their head. It's very weird. Uh, the finish was cheap. I didn't give a damn about it because they they just cheapened it. Edge came in and attacked.
2: What do there you freaking is one do? good thing though, Sean. There is one good thing. I'm gonna put over because I don't want to Liv be negative is good. Nancy. Liv
0: is great. That's what we can talk about. She's no, awesome. More.
2: There's okay. more. I think they're doing like a decent job of actually including the women into this. Yes, For they are. the most part, this Rhea and Liv feud has been featured heavily in their story. I like that. I like that they have not just been using them as you know the the, the girls that stand in the back and do this. You know, no, they're they're actually being featured in the story. So there you go. There's a pro.
0: Yep, I'm I'm very happy about that. Veer came out. He's uh, out there with Jerry Lawler, who won't go away for some reason. It's Jerry Lawler's there, too. He's got that contract. They got to make use of him somehow. But Veer is, like, yelling every— like, And I know that's a director from WWE. They're like, you got to yell. You got to yell. You're from another country. You got to yell. Okay, cool, man. But is he wrong? Did he lie? No, he didn't what lie. What did he
2: say? I don't even remember what he said. He
0: basically said that Ray was being a soft little bitch because his son was around. That's
2: true. Okay, he he's lie. right.
0: He's right. Ray and Dominic run him off, uh, sort of. They ran each other off. But um, I knew Veer wasn't gonna attack Jerry Lawler because Jerry had the heart attack. That's not gonna ha- so I mean, even though he wrestles still, he's not gonna they're not gonna allow that in WWE. But uh, I thought this was okay. It's just I'm ready for this program to move on. And uh, it's not their fault. Ray and Dominic had to spend several weeks off TV. And what we got in the meantime was Veer having the same match like three or four times. I will say this. Veer is doing really, really well by the way of like social numbers, which is one of those things they target. Um, that That Indian market is something that WWE loves to talk about. And with good reason. It puts a lot of eyeballs on there. Now, as far as the money they make off of YouTube clicks, those aren't worth that much because the the, the traffic there, like you can't sell it to advertisers nearly as much. However, these people go to shows. They're going to watch WrestleMania. They're going to order the, the the show. And and these are people that they want to get to watch their show every single week. Um, Mahabali Shara is going to be a part of the ovw netflix thing there's a there's a reason that mahabali shara keeps getting work from impact wrestling and places like that like they want that market look at satnam singh with with aew and the numbers that he's driving i is think so getting
2: good numbers there too oh, i haven't yeah, he, is.
0: he certainly is he certainly is and that's the thing if you can get someone that is decent that's a hit in that market, and you want a hit in that market really, really badly. Uh,
2: What was I going to get at with here we were talking about? Oh, yeah. The one thing I wanted to bring up was the Mysterios. It seems like everything that they do with Ray and Dom turns out to be like nothing interesting. So what do you do? Do you separate the Mysterios? Do you keep them going? Is it killing... Is it killing the aura of Rey Mysterio to always have him out there with Dominic? And does that sound bad? Because that sounds bad. I even feel bad saying it.
0: Rey Mysterio is better now than he was eight years ago. And I feel like you're wasting that with this team with Dominic. And right? I'm not saying Dominic's never gonna be good, but right now he's not that good. And And I feel bad
2: saying it, because at the end of the day, it's (laughs) a sun. But it is, like, sad, though.
0: Yes. By the way, guys, Alex Pawlowski uh, will be live with Sour Graps on Fightful Select right after this. David Jackson says, it's the downtime for Fightful. Please support the best group of people that gives us content. Indeed, after WrestleMania each year, a lot of that stuff goes down. So we always appreciate the Super Chats and Humper Chats. King D says, Hollywood Salcedo is in full effect. That was a diva uh, prima donna rant that we saw
2: I don't recall going on any rant Mm-mm.
0: Corey says we needed a Denise and Kate show didn't you do one with her once
2: We did we did what was it plug it it was the knockouts uh the knockouts knockdown 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 there you go knockouts knockdown I was like what how does it go knockdown knockdown huh. knocks down. Down. down too many um anyways yeah we did that show it was a good one and we did a couple on my sh- on my channel as well which were good too
0: Daniel R the USA article Adam made a list like that Sunday yeah I mean I think you mean Adam Blompier, but uh
2: yeah Blompier
0: Blompier. 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 Matt says thoughts on WWE possibly using NXT talent for the women's tag tournament who else are they gonna use throw together some teams maybe eh but they they need to they should and then they should say you know what we're just gonna combine the titles and do what they should have done Mark Losper says Shamrock Shake is poor Ray deserves better I do love that reference DeShire says, uh, do you predict that Sasha will wrestle at SummerSlam? Ooh.
2: How many months do we got? We got a couple months. Two and a
0: half? I don't think so. I don't think so. Damn. I mean, fool fool me once.
2: That'd be two SummerSlams in a row then.
0: Yeah, and then she didn't perform or she didn't come back until was it after summer slam a couple after, of years ago like
2: all f- yeah.
0: right says if sasha and naomi's contracts are up in two months can vince indefinitely freeze their deals i imagine any protracted freeze will be in court uh yes they i think they can due to the suspension alex mm-hmm. is starting sour grapes at midnight well there you go Terry Allen Jr. says an Owen match rarely discussed. I should watch. Louis says Ultimo Dragon versus uh, Owen Hart ninety three or ninety two. Yeah, that's that's a really good one. Um, let me let me rack my brain a little bit during these these humper chats, and I'll, I'll get you one. Daniel says maybe a weird question. Do you think WWE let their wrestlers or if they let their wrestlers work other promotions, they might not get as annoyed at creativity. Not saying it's perfect. But the idea of WWE is their job, uh, the other wrestling is their creative passion. Denise, do you think that would be possible? I mean, part of the reason they get paid so much is their exclusivity to WWE. Because if they can wrestle everywhere else, WWE is like, well, what the hell are we paying for?
2: I don't see, here's the thing. I get why they're exclusive and I'm I'm not against that. I mean, we can come up with a bunch of different things to talk about. The one thing that I would say that I'm against is, for example, like, you know, the stars not being able to uh, appear on a show or something or them not being able to have, like, a Twitch channel. You know, that sort of stuff. That's the stuff where I'm like, okay, that's not a real, you know, independent contractor and all of that good stuff. That's a separate argument, though. But I don't think that that would solve the issue because let's just say they were out there, I don't know, wrestling on, you know, on on an an independent, right? And then all of a sudden they go back to work on Monday and it's like you're still going to have the same storylines. You're still going to have the same content. I don't think that's what would solve those problems. It, it's an entirely different thing. Two different topics. Uh,
0: to answer Terry Allen's question, I would say Owen and Bulldog in 97. Uh, he had a good one with Vader that year too. Bretton Owen against the Steiners was really, really great. Um, Owen and Bulldog against Michaels and and Stone Cold was great. And then if you want something outside of WWE, uh, Liger. that was That was a really good one as well. Call Me Crazy says lots of good moments tonight. Liv and AJ doing the two sweet. Does this make her bullet club, though? Becky had a good outfit as always. Uh, our Alexa's comments on her doll and Nikki as superhero. I, I'm not sure how that, that question was framed, but we'll address it. Riddle was great, lots of good stuff. Wonder where Finn was, though. Again, in this day and age, sometimes people just need to. Sort of take the week off. I'm not saying he had COVID or he was exposed, but that's just what I always assume. Uh, as far as no, Liv is not a Bullet Club member. Bullet Club affiliated, I would say. Um, there are so many offshoots and and splinters of that that it's it's really hard to say. Joel Wood says, "Who do you think returns to WWE first, Naomi or Sasha?" I think Naomi does. Naomi storm and norm says the bte title has been defended more than the icus and both women's tag titles in the year not stupendous uh that ain't great that ain't great Neither was cody miz because uh dq woo cool
2: i'm trying to find something interesting there hmm um got nothing well they both do reality shows. They're both Hollywood. Okay, great. No, I'm not That's interested fine. in it. Sh- okay, here's- okay, fine. I have a question for you. Does this lower Cody's star power by putting him in a match with uh, The Miz and ending in this fashion? Or you think it just doesn't like, hurt? Just, him? We just, just
0: have him beat the frigging guy. For the love of God, just have him beat it. Uh, Beat him. Uh, Miz's offense didn't look good in this match. This is making me less interested in Cody. Cody cut a good promo afterwards, saying, "Well, they beat me up, but they didn't take me out." Theory was there. There was the the lame whip attack. The kid with the belt and
2: oh, I did like that though. I I I liked it. it. I thought it was funny. Come on, he gives the kid the belt. Seth Rollins takes it and then whips Cody. What's not to like?
0: I just don't think it looked good. I mean, I thought that the idea of taking it from the kid was good.
2: Oh no, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, the idea of him taking away from the kid—that was funny as hell. Beat
0: the shit out of him with it.
2: Oh, so you thought he should have whipped him more?
0: Yeah, Mark, you have to live up to what has been on the competition. Mark Losper says any program with the Miz lowers your quality. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that at all.
2: Well, who's actually gone? I can't think of anybody that I would say things got better.
0: Ziggler once. Okay. Joel says, I think they... no, I think they did a good job putting Cody over by keeping the camera on him while he gave the belt back to the kid. That was good. That was very smart.
2: There was some bad camera work during Cody's entrance There's today. Always did you notice it was, it was yeah. up here and Cody's head was down here and then the camera kept going like this. Yep. <laughs> it was weird.
0: And a DQ ending like, come on, just come on. What the hell are we doing here? Austin theory is a part of this now. So it's got me saying, well, why didn't Mustafa Ali help out then? Where's he at? Why, did, why didn't Why did he help out Cody?
2: Didn't see Give it me today, a reason. No, huh? No,
0: no. I'll tell you why tomorrow on fightfulselect.com. Michael Key says, Seth taking the belt from the kid is old school heat. I loved it at the end of the day. I mean, I loved him taking the belt. I just, I think it could have worked a little bit better. Hey,
2: at the end of the day,
0: yeah,
2: all these comments, are in reference to my at, at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, you're kid welcome, named Brock Sean. says, "Hey, y'all, falling asleep to the stream tonight. Turned fifteen last week, so I can work now. My first day of work is tomorrow, and I'm nervous. Any advice you can possibly give me for my first day?" Denise,
2: what was your first job? Oh my god, my first job. <laughs> this is really fucked up. Faithful okay?
0: podcast.
2: <laughs> no, this is really sad. You're gonna okay. you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna feel bad for me. Okay, okay. my first job was dc shoes okay Okay. and i worked there for a month now that's not the when i worked there for three years but the first month they didn't pay me at all for the first month okay because i was part of a program at my school where they help you get a job but it's a trial and then after a certain amount of time they decide if they want to hire you and looking back I'm like, I didn't really need to go things about go about things that way, but at that time I didn't know any better, and they literally screwed me and got one month of free uh, work out of me.
0: Not literally, Denise. My yeah. God,
2: that's, no, that's, they fig- did.
0: that's figuratively screwing you is what that. Okay,
2: is. whatever, Sean. The point is that I didn't get paid for a damn month. But you know what, homegirl over here can build a damn skateboard like it's nobody's business. <sighs> we should. Oh, but no advice. Advice too. for a kid named be. Brock. There are going to be crazy people out there and people with weird personalities. Just nod your head and smile <laughs> and ignore them and talk shit about them behind behind their back. God,
0: backs. Denise. My advice would be, especially at lunch, grab your tray, go up to the biggest baddest person there, and shut. They don't all over. go to
2: lunch together. This is crack, the real world.
0: Crack them over the no head. lunch time. Let everybody know who runs that place let them know who runs that bitch um yeah you want to do that you you want to cause a brain injury i think is what are you talking about you gotta you gotta let these people know you ain't no bitch denise
2: He's 15 and he's going into his first job, and exactly. that's the advice they, you they gave might him, try but to yet him. They might try to take advantage of him being so young. That's why I said just smile and talk shit about them behind their backs. Or crack him over the head with a lunch tray,
0: Denise.
2: No. Also, I don't know. I have a bunch of advice that I can give, but man. I hope whatever your, whatever are your job is
0: legitimately, whatever your job is, strive to do it better than anybody else. Don't undermine anybody, but try to do it better than anybody. Somebody says, Sean, there's some reverb on your mic.
2: See, I don't agree with that. It depends on your job because when you become better than everybody, let me tell you where this backfires. Coach Factory, I was a sales associate there and I was so damn good at it. They never let me move to the cashier spot because, Mm. oh, Denise is so talkative and bubbly. She makes sales on the sales floor. And I was like, I don't want to work on the sales floor. I want to be a cashier. So it did fail. It could fail.
0: I mean, I I did work at a GNC once and they were basically like, hey, you're going to either become a manager or you're going to leave. And I said, I'm going to do that second one. I'm going to do that second one where I leave. That's what I'm going to (laughs) do. Did you finish your job at the end of the day, Denise?
2: Uh, Sometimes.
0: By the way, uh, good luck to our friend Brock, by the way.
2: Yeah. after you gave him some terrible advice.
0: Great advice. Graham says, "Making her way to the ring at the end of the day, Denise Salcedo." Josh says, "Sad day for wrestling fans. R.I.P. Owen Hart and Hanakimura." Indeed. Joel says, whoa, wait a minute. You just slipped in another slick comment. Ali not on Raw. Please don't tell me things have went south backstage already. I'll just tell you guys to subscribe to Fightful Select. How about that? Maybe so they wait. have. Maybe maybe they haven't."
2: Either you're really teasing us here just to get them subscriptions I up, am. or you know something and you're hinting us. It's
0: nothing that bad. Uh, Nerd oh, hold State. on.
2: That bad? Come on, Sean. We live in the age where we overanalyze every single word that's said. That bad?
0: Lacey Evans that's returns bad. next week. With bad, uh, we got Gable versus Ezekiel for the third time in, in five weeks. Third time, Denise. Ezekiel's won all three of them, by the way. A- and also... Uh, they they had a six-man tag. I don't need to see this again. We get it. Chad Gable is friends with Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens was the best part of this. Just screaming things at commentary. That's the only thing I care about here.
1: Elias! He's liar!
0: Yes. That was the only <laughs> was good amazing. thing here. But you know, if Ezekiel is trying to stay incognito, Trying to pretend he's somebody he's not. NordVPN.com slash Fightful can help because you can change your virtual location with just one click. That's pretty helpful with a lot of pay-per-views coming up. You can subscribe to overseas services with NordVPN.com slash Fightful and get those at a big-time reduced rate. You end up paying for the NordVPN service itself with the savings that you get Thanks to NordVPN.com slash fightful. 70% off your plan, an additional month free, a 30 day money back guarantee for the fastest VPN in the world. You can avoid price discrimination. Denise knows how expensive those flights are. Am I right?
2: Damn it, Sean.
0: I mean, you do, and if you uh, shop around and you come back, you'll notice they'll be a little bit more expensive because of price discrimination. NordVPN.com slash Fightful helps you avoid that. You can subscribe to those services overseas, as I mentioned. You can save some money doing that. You get a different selection of awesome content. If you're overseas and you want some American shows, boy, is NordVPN.com slash Fightful Clutch. And they got that Threat Protection Blocks online trackers, malware, and pop-up ads. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. I'm so happy to be working with them through the end of the year. I use NordVPN.com slash Fightful every single day. Kid named Brock says, Thank you guys for the advice. I'll make sure to whoop some ass. By the way, Sean, I'll be behind the grill at Dairy Queen. Uh, One of my good friends has worked at Dairy Queen for ages. And it's like he... (laughs) rose up the ranks so quickly at that Dairy Queen that he dropped out with like six months left in high school because he was already an assistant manager. And he was getting promoted to manager like very soon after that. And his pay has just escalated to the point to where he makes um, an insane amount for what you would expect a Dairy Queen employee to make. So, hey, it worked out well for him. Kick some ass, my friend.
2: I'm sad. Why? There's no Dairy Queens by my house. Really? For some reason, there's no Dairy Queens. They're far. And same thing for Sonic. It's really depressing because they promote some good stuff that I would like to try. But I can't because they're too far.
0: So uh, I was on Sophia V, who is a, a Twitch streamer. I was on her show last week. She's from South Africa. She was like, tell me about Kentucky chicken. And specifically, Kentucky fried chicken. And I was like, well, until I moved here... I had to go to Ohio to get Kentucky fried chicken. There were none within like 40 minutes from where I live. The closest one was across the river in Ohio. And it sucks, by the way, KFC blows.
2: So I have a closer KFC than you had a closer KFC. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Probably still do. Honestly, I don't have, I think it probably like five or six miles for me to get to one even here in in the city.
2: Yeah.
0: but that? Because KFC sucks ass. That's why.
2: Uh, well, I I was sad because they ch- I like their chicken littles. Their chicken littles are good, mm-hmm. and the potatoes, but they changed it. They don't serve the potatoes anymore. The wedges. Ugh. They serve regular fries now Lee's
0: wedges. Lee's wedges were really good. I've never had Lee's wedges. Lee's is pretty good. Shot Lee's sandwiches? Yeah, I mean, they're they're probably pretty good. They've got good strips in general.
2: I've never had it.
0: Shot Kid says the only person less interested in raw than me is Sasha out there living it up while WWE tries to bury her. Queen moves right there. Hey, good on her. I, I applaud that. I definitely do.
1: D-burn. Did you see
2: the article about Katy Perry? How she said she wanted, because you know she lives out here, right? She said she wanted to get more down to earth and connect with the real world. So she went to Kentucky.
0: No, no, she's in Kentucky. <laughs> oh, there you go. Because her husband is filming a movie here.
2: Yeah, but she the headline was about how the real world she is like in Kentucky because she, she's yes. so used to the Hollywood world world.
0: Yeah, it's shocking that I'm down to earth and you are a prima donna. The D Burn show says real advice for Brock. Clean as you go. That is good advice. Uh Louise Marie says Don't hesitate becoming a Fightful Select subscriber. Your girl hasn't regretted it at all. I love being ahead of a lot of people on news and all that jazz. Much love from Melbourne, Australia. Fuck that fuck. Now, I'm not going to crap on any aggregators because I appreciate what they do and stuff. But you do get our stories sent directly to you, email, phone, if you choose. You get the full context of it. You can drop a comment underneath that and say, hey, I didn't quite get this part. Can you clarify that? And I'll do it. A lot of things that you're not going to get via third party aggregators or a little tweet that kind of takes it out of context. Storm and Norm says, What's up, you guys? Hope everyone's having a stupendous Monday. Wanted to say RIP Owen Hart and shout out to a kid named Brock. Keep your head up. We're all here for you. Hey, you're going to do good, buddy. We are very happy for you. We have Alexa Bliss versus Nikki ASH. Uh, Alexa gets the win. KE775 says, I assume we're coming to the end of the superhero gimmick with all these losses. Uh, I thought we would when Dewdrop was like, hey, are you are you ready to be serious? And she's like, yes, I am. But we still got this. And Alexa's like, oh, well, we used to be best friends and no ill will or anything like that. But look, now my best friend's a doll and she's pretending to be a superhero. This is great. I'm so glad I came back. I loved her promo because there's a lot of inside baseball there because she hit the bricks for a couple of months. She was like, you only got shit for me to do. Why am I here? I'm going home. So now she's here basically saying this sucks and putting
2: on a smile.
0: I thought this was fun.
2: That's some good advice from Brock. This sucks, but put on a <laughs> smile at work. <laughs> um, I think you like this promo maybe a little bit more than I did just because I was just thinking like, oh, we're going back. I I, misunder- I think I misunderstood her the first time that I heard the promo because I actually understood that they were gonna team up and then when they promoted it, they said that it was gonna be against each other. So I was like, oh, I completely misunderstood this promo. But I do you keep the Nikki ASH character? Do you um, get rid of it? I feel like you get I feel like they're I, not gonna get rid of it because if they haven't gotten rid of the Lily doll. But then again, the lily duh, they're actually selling. They're
0: selling and they they undermined Nikki from the jump. They undermined her from the jump. She could have been way better than what she was. Um, the heel turn could have been way better than what they was or what what it was, but mm. it just it just wasn't good. Um, Alexa's been winning. I think that's good. At least they're keeping her strong. Hopefully they're setting her up for something that doesn't result in her just losing. Because here's what WWE does. They're like, oh, here we go. She's going to get in the title scene with Bianca. Then she like loses a match to Bianca, a non-title match. Then they build right back up to the title match. All right. Joel Wood says, I love how in 30 seconds, Alexa perfectly captured the ins- absurdity of WWE programming a lot of times. I I liked it. That's why I liked it. It was a little inside for me, and I appreciated that. Guru says I honestly hate that there's no world title program on either show they created a monster in Roman reigns and it's a mess there's no one just waiting on Cody but feuds in between would be nice. So that's what annoys me about this and it's what I predicted Denise I was like they're gonna put the title on both of them put both the titles on Roman then they're not gonna have anything. It's bad enough that I mean I don't got to explain it it's but stupid Sean, why do it have... if you're not doing it and somebody's gonna say can they get more special? piss right off with that
2: sean but with or without the double champion they could still tell prominent stories they can still tell of prominent course. stories without a championship belt and so and they're not doing that there's no i'm sorry no. but roman being a double champion is not stopping them from putting on a prominent story would you it help to have another story. champion yes but does it stop them no
0: Do a top contender story or something. Like, give me a reason to watch.
2: But we already know how the top contender thing works. Now it's just (laughs) a contendership. Never mind. I don't even know anymore.
0: Mark Losper says the doll that Koda Ibushi wrestled would be a more viable champion than The Miz and have a better frog splash. Damn, Mark. Get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. We're heading down the home stretch. We got plenty of stuff on Tuesday. The post-NXT show. We've got uh, the prediction show for Double or Nothing with myself and Andrea. And we've got the Hangman Page interview. Nerd Drew says KO should snap Sami Zayn out of being bloodline stooge. Then they be the ones that take the tag titles from the Usos. WWE right now could put together a big fat tag team division. KO and Sami, Edge and Finn Balor, or uh, AJ and Finn Balor rather, Edge and Damian Priest, RK Bro, the Usos, and then whoever's up there, whoever's up next for the title, Drew, Cody, they're up for the title and the tag team division gets the rest of the the, the attention. I think that would be great.
2: I feel they need more people still.
0: Ezekiel and Owens is set for Hell in a Cell. Cool. Chad says, why is creative so lazy with these never-ending feuds? Cody, Seth, New Day, Sheamus, group, Lashley, Omos. There seems to be no end game with these. I think Drew is going to be xavier's partner on friday that would make sense uh because he's a big bad son of a bitch and they never do anything that's like legitimately exciting uh lastly omos it's got to end at hell in a cell cody seth has cody and seth has to as well and cody needs to win he needs to sweep seth rollins oh
2: and if he doesn't you think they're gonna keep it going (laughs)
0: yeah fuck yeah probably (laughs) Daniel says, "I've listened to Phil's last two shows, Grapsley and Overbooked, I completely agree with what he's saying. Maybe it's because I've never watched UFC, but I don't I don't see the appeal in Ronda Rousey and WWE, at least compared to Sasha Banks. So I I agree with that too. WWE is undervaluing Sasha Banks's drawing power and overvaluing Ronda Rousey's. Now I will say this on YouTube, Ronda Rousey matches are drawing over a million. That doesn't happen. You can't just put anybody up against Raquel Rodriguez and draw 1.4 million on that thing. And that's what Mm -hmm. I look at to see who globally is going out of their way to see what. Is it a perfect science? No. But you can at least track that to a whole lot of people in some part of the world are very interested in seeing this performer. And there are a lot of things tied to that.
2: Why can't you use Rhonda's star power to also help elevate Sasha star power because Sasha has star power no. too, but it's not at the same level of Ronda Rousey. But so why can't you use one to help the other to help the other, both together?
0: But I mean, and and you are very adept at these kind of shows and pop culture. I don't know if it's WWE or her manager getting her on hot ones or cold as balls with Kevin Hart or Good Mythical Morning or any of these shows, or The Mandalorian, but she's getting on there and other people aren't. As much as I love so much of the other talent, and so many of them are, Ron Breaker ain't on there. Big shocker, right? Bron oh Breaker God. ain't on there. I had so many people, Denise, that were like, he's just not vibing with the interviewer. And I'm like, I'm telling you guys, this is why." You, these- I
2: told you, Sean, don't put- po- You posted the- Was it on those comments on your interview?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Why like, do you think I told you I wasn't going to post those interviews? Because people were going to blame the interviewer, and yes. it was going to make me look bad. And so that's why I didn't post my interview with Braun Breaker. And like it was he's bad.
0: He's nice. Like he even said, "I want to make sure I do one with you." And I was like, "Cool." My third interview with him. Like <laughs> we <well>, get along. <laughs> like I've talked to him several times. I like him, but. Yeah, I I get it. I get it.
2: Should, like I knew, I I warned you. I said, Sean, consider before you put it up what oh, people it, are it, going to think.
0: It did decent numbers, so well, I was it's happy gonna with do it.
2: decent numbers. I yeah, knew okay. that, regardless. But I don't want to have something go up and have it do decent numbers and then be like, wow, Denise is a terrible interview interviewer. Me, Braun Breaker looked bored out of his mind. He looked like he couldn't stand her. Good because I can't stand her either. You know? Come on, you, it's YouTube. Hey,
0: <laughs> yeah. Duke says, it's nice to meet you, Sean. Braun meeting Sean for the third time. Pretty much. I mean, I've interviewed him uh, phone, video, and in person. But he, he's even said like, and somebody says, Sean's going to be denying Braun interviews. No, I'm not. I'll do it. We sh- you should let us pay you to run your interview on select like I did the <laughs> Virgil interview. <No. laughs> Come no, on, guys. That would feel
2: bad. No, I would feel bad. No. I wouldn't
0: promote it that way, and
2: yeah. I also declare. I would look bad. It's like you either promote it that way to make the guest sure. look bad, or I look bad. Either way, someone's gonna look bad, and, and I don't want it to be me. Okay.
0: And to clarify guys like when I was saying how bad that Virgil interview was I wasn't making fun of him I was making fun of like that he had somebody in his ear and it was very awkward I would ask the question and I'd wait like 5 seconds and he wouldn't say anything because he was getting fed an answer in his ear so I'd start talking and then he'd start talking I would say probably the worst I've had with hyping up an interview was the Patriot Denise that was pro- that was pretty bad <laughs> remember so, that <laughs>
2: I don't you even want to that? talk about it because that just did not end very well. That was bad.
0: So, guys, <laughs> I had I had interviewed the patriot, uh, like, like a long time ago, uh, and it was months before he passed away. And I had always planned a Fourth of July thing for him, uh, and he passed away days before. It was.
1: You have one unheard message. <laughs> I could really use current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech.
0: It was horrible. It was yeah. horrible. But
2: then the way and you also promoted that interview well, was because he way said some, before.
0: He said some really terrible Did stuff. Did you
2: post that interview up? He said. Did you ever post it? Did I see it? Did you post it? Yeah, it was a good interview.
0: It was a good interview.
2: Man. See, I haven't watched back my interview with Braun Breaker. So keep in mind, this is just my real time memory of it. Maybe it's not as bad on camera, but my experience and how I felt, you know how you do as a performer, I don't want to call myself a performer, but you, you you, know how you do when you do an interview like, oh, I did a good interview today or oh, I did a bad podcast today or a good podcast. You know your own, your own experience. And my experience was, oh, this was not good. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, we've got Joe A saying, let's put Nikki in judgment day because why not? I mean, I think I don't think that would be bad. I don't think that'd be bad. But uh Jesse Strickland says, went to high school with Braun, always knew he was going to go to WWE at some point, just feared they would really mess him up. Well, they did. They certainly did. Yeah. Uh we get the Becky segment with Asuka. Asuka cut her promo backstage. I liked it. I mean, she obviously she's got limited English. I like what she she did there like big time baby. Big time baby. I thought that was pretty good. Becky was upset. She wanted this match or she wanted added to the the match. And understandably so, Oscar did cheat to win. So it made sense for them to do a rematch. It made sense for Adam Pearce to make this of course, it's a 50 50 heading into a title match, but you know, one wins, one loses. Match was pretty good, I thought. What did you think of all this?
2: Sorry. Can you remind me? Oh, sorry. I forgot what we were talking about. Becky and Oscar. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I was, I had my thought and then it left and then it came back. Okay. So, my whole thing with this, first of all, I do want to put over Asuka because I think that. Her personality is so good. And it was so fun when she was doing that promo. And she was like, I love when she mocks Becky. That's like my favorite thing. The match itself, it was fine. I I think it was a given that we knew that Becky Lynch was going to be added to the match. I I don't hate it. So I don't feel like strongly against it or strongly for it. I don't hate it. It was perfectly fine. I feel completely indifferent about it. And that's kind of all I want to say. Like There isn't anything else that I feel needs to be said i'm happy for oscar glad becky was added good promo
0: so nerd Guru says here's five dollars for becky lynch's fashion it is very good it's very good did
2: you see that like everybody and their mothers was bring- bringing up the puffy shirt from seinfeld
0: yes yes
2: i was got- hoping i'd be the only person that ever memorized it but no everybody thought about it too
0: Call me crazy, says. Do you think Seth and Becky have a bet going on? Who can wear the craziest outfit every Monday? This week, Becky looked like she belonged in Pirates of the Caribbean, and <laughs> Seth looked like a grandma's couch.
2: <laughs> I, I love loved that. Seth's outfit—the orange with the florals. I would have never put that together, but I don't have an eye like that. I'm sure they have their stylist. I, I think they have the same stylist, if I'm not mistaken. And regardless. I think that they they both looked great, man. And Well, I, I like Seth Rollins' look a little bit more. I think Becky Lynch's look, I've liked other ones a lot more. This one just really reminded me of Seinfeld, so I couldn't get that out of my head. But there have been other looks from Becky that I liked a little bit more than this one, though.
0: Matt says, "WWE made you think Asuka, Becky, was the second women's feud? Nope, it was Rhea Live." Uh, and Riptide says, I wish WWE did more with women uh, than have them chase championships. Becky Asuka would have been a fine feud away from the title. Love you guys. Hashtag Oliver. Oliver is rad. But yeah, I do think that they this could have worked without the title. I think they could have made that. And then in the interim, somebody else could have challenged and they could have went back to that. Uh, I completely agree. Did you see Nia's response about Becky? Yeah, and I didn't. It was What? Her, what happened? It was Nia implying that nobody liked Becky. And, like for reals. Yeah. And that's just not true. Sheldon says the ending to that Becky Oscar match was just terrible and clunky. Couldn't take the ending seriously. So I did not like the ending Oscar, uh, like gets into the ring, darts in, rolls in, and then can't kick out of that pin. Come on, man.
2: Yeah, it was too. Yeah, it, it's not at the level. It's not the kind of level of work you've seen. You've seen the level of which both of these women can work. So you. it's not believable by any means.
0: We got guru saying, definitely want to see Becky Asuka one-on-one, but not like the triple threat isn't going to hump. Becky wasn't on back last. She needed to be on the pay-per-view. And since the Sasha and Naomi stuff, I'm sure Becky versus Asuka was planned, but it changed. Becky Asuka should have probably happened at Hell in a Cell, or not Hell in a Cell, the last pay-per-view. Probably should have happened there.
2: I like the triple threat. I don't have an issue with it.
0: Yeah. Emma says, so Kevin Owens can... I, I'm gonna need that cleaned up, but as we uh, as we clean that up, uh, our moderator does. Uh, we'll go ahead and get Denise's plugs. Denise, what do you got going on?
2: <laughs> All right, let's see. Well, I'm going to double or nothing this weekend. That should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I'll be in Vegas spending money. Yeah, it'll be a good time. Man. Man, um, what else? YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo Twitter and Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. That's all I've got.
0: Emma says, Oh, so Kevin Owens can hear everything said on commentary, but Bianca's sitting in the same spot, can't hear Corey talking trash about her. It makes no sense. I completely agree. Like she's a couple feet away and she can't hear, but you it's know she we- has
2: bad hearing. It happens to some people. You know how many times I'll be talking to oh, someone, I'll be like, on. What? Oh, what come on?
0: Guys, thank you all so much. Please subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. We're out.
1: This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working. The HVAC is humming and his facility shines.